Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. My name is Alex. You've got me for the next one half hour. I'll treat this as a form of uh, career consulting, where you'll be able you you will be able to uh, overhear my thought process on somebody else's uh, current situation. Granted, we don't have all of the details. What we do need, what we would like to have is the client in front of us to ask them questions. If we could, we would inquire for all details possible. That's first and foremost, right? That's step one. That's going in to the intake process. Now, if you would like a professional perspective, what would a corporate cowboy do, if you will? By all means, reach out to us. We're on Instagram. That's at Corporate Cowboys with a Z. We're on Patreon. There's multiple tiers available for you to subscribe to, some of which do have a question and answer function. We can set aside some time to meet digitally, whether it's written via email or messaging or uh, on camera with a ski mask on. Yes, some clients might be in... uh, Uh, higher positions, positions of power, positions of influence where they may not want their identities exposed or they might, I mean, or they will just given the fact that we need the information related to their employment, related to their position, to their education, to their knowledge and previous experience, right? But I digress. Our rates are more than reasonable compared to what you stand to gain if you move professionally. All right. Today's question is coming from r slash career guidance. And they're asking, they're asking, my employer is demanding. Demanding is a, is a term of art if you didn't know. That's, that's legal. That's legal action. My employer is demanding I write and sign a resignation letter before the end of the year. Do I need a lawyer? <laughs> Question kind of answers itself. If anybody is forcing you to do something you may not want to do, especially professionally, that isn't addressed in some kind of contract and some kind of written agreement that was previously negotiated because I've heard of this before. Some organizations, some institutions even will have a resignation letter drafted. We'll have you draft a resignation letter that is a letter for you to terminate your own employment in the event that it's required to to save some face, right? If, I guess, 
for lack of a better concept, if they're trying to sweep something under the rug or keep something hush-hush on uh, the, uh, on the, on the down-low, I suppose. If they're trying to keep something from coming out into the public. I've heard of termination letters, which we know them as resignation letters, people that resign. So in these instances that you might see in the mainstream uh, CEOs of large corporations stepping down, resigning, for all we know, for all we know, that was already a conditioned agreement that they were just performing on. And by going through the motions, had to submit a resignation letter for them to move on. Right now, there's a way that employment agreements can't could be drafted for that condition to be triggered voluntarily where they could move uh, unilaterally, let's say they could move on their own, they could make this trigger condition go off on its own to have you submit your resignation letter, which is the equivalent of terminating you and firing you, but it's a roundabout way. Granted, it's dirty. I've seen it done. I myself, I don't think I've participated in it unless I was unwittingly a party to it, where maybe I was the hammer and not the hand that wielded it. It's possible, right? It's possible. What wicked webs we weave, we don't even know the spiders that might cross it, okay? But on with the, uh, with the body of this question. I'm, I feel like I'm ranting, I'm raving a little bit. It's been a long day already, and my day's not finished. So... They ask, my employer is demanding I write and sign a resignation letter before the end of the year. Now remember, oh well, I'm going to give you the proof of life first. Today is Wednesday, December 13, 2023. So yeah, the year's almost up. You got two weeks. These motherfuckers are giving you two weeks notice to write your own resignation letter and bounce. Otherwise what? What the fuck are they going to do? Fire you in two weeks? They're giving you two weeks notice that they're letting you go? Typically, it's the other way around. More often than not, if you want to keep, if you want to cultivate positive professional relationships when you're leaving your employer, you want to give them some notice so that way they can find a replacement, train them up somewhat, have them take your place. Two weeks used to be the standard, used to be traditional. Now, with the advent of fire at will, at will employment, at will employment means you can leave from one moment to the next. 
I don't know if the employer is doing me a favor by giving me two weeks notice that, I mean, I'm not just on the chopping block, I'm bleeding out. They already swung the ax down on me. I'm, I'm bleeding out. I got two weeks to stumble off, <laughs> to stumble away. So they start with, uh, this one is somewhat long. I'll try to keep the interruptions to a minimum and uh, short. My employer surprised me today during our annual review by telling me that the business is purchasing one of our suppliers and they have a department that will replace my role within the company. He says he expects me to write a letter of resignation and then work the remainder of the year, ending my employment voluntarily on December 29. I don't know whether this is legal or not, but it sounds to me like an excuse to deny unemployment compensation and how right you are, how right you are. Now, none of what I say, none of what you hear, none of what you see on our various social media profiles and platforms and presences None of what we contribute should be construed as legal advice. That is a legal disclaimer. None of what I say should be construed as legal advice to you, the listener. It's just general opinion. It's in my personal opinion, which is what does, does overlap to some extent with what I think, how I operate professionally. But it is just an excuse. It sounds like an excuse to deny you unemployment compensation, unemployment insurance benefits, if you will. But there is a way where if you have kept your communications with your manager, the back and forth, the ask, the request from them to you to have you write your own resignation letter and the reasons behind it being that they purchased a company and that they're merging. You could still get unemployment insurance benefits. That, that amounts to involuntary termination. It's not just them laying you off. It's an involuntary termination. Sure, your employment was terminated. It ended, but it was... Uh, forced. It was forceful. It was coerced to an extent. Granted, there wasn't a lot of external pressure. They didn't hold the gun to your head and say, you write that shit now and I'll sign it to let you go and you better fucking work until the 29th. No, 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 no. They're letting you know. They're giving you the heads up. If anything, one might think that's a professional courtesy to let you know in advance and not just on the 29th, let you go have you land on your ass and uh, tell you to kick rocks. Good luck signing up for unemployment benefits. I've, you know, some, some employers might, might not even give you a, a termination packet. It happens. It happens. So they write, he has also asked me to redefine my terms of employment to suggest that I have been a contract employee for the first few years and was supposed to leave when the new team takes over. This is incredibly far from the truth. Wow. 
Well, that sounds like he wants you to commit fraud, fam. Sounds like, well, yeah, it sounds like he wants you to defraud yourself, almost. This is incredibly far from the truth, they continue. I can't tell how doing so would or would not benefit me, nor whether such a change is legal. I also can't tell how screwed I am if I don't do it. Well, if you don't do it, you, you just get unemployment benefits. If you do do it, you screw yourself, potentially screw yourself and commit fraud on the state, wherever it is you're located. Continuing, they write, he has also denied me my PTO request for the last week of the year, suggesting that I should neither get the hours off nor the pay for the PTO I have acquired as he claims he's doing me some sort of favor, keeping me employed for the next three weeks. You see, that is when you fuck with people's money. And I've been in that position before. I've heard, well, I've, what's the term I'm looking for? <laughs> when you fuck with somebody's money, that, that's the type of shit that'll get you kneecapped. When they try to fuck you and use your spit for lube, right? Tell you that because it's lubed up, hey, and use your spit while you're at it, that they're doing you a solid. Solid by rotting you, by fucking throttling you, essentially railroading you, having you change the terms for your own employment agreement, the one that you originally signed having come in to the employer and work for them. The one I hope that you negotiated. Otherwise, you're screwing yourself. Don't do that. That's the type of shit that gets person knocked off professionally professionally career okay career wise because because even when i say professionally you know i just think yeah suit and tie but ski masks and gloves <laughs> i mean career wise that's that's career uh, that puts someone in a position of career homicide and what i mean by that is that their business then begins to garner this reputation in the industry. What you think the merger, the uh, the acquisition is going to go as smoothly if they learn that they treat their own team by stabbing them in the back and fucking them in the ass as they bleed out, right? That's not going to fly very well, especially if you filter this information, if you pass along the sentiment to the new team that's taking over. There's ways to do it. Publications and whatnot. I mean, if this hits public relations, it could cause uh, an uproar of sorts, depending, again, depending on the industry that you're in, the company that you're with, the people that you know, the ones you associate So no, me personally, I wouldn't do it. I'd tell them to fucking kick rocks. Yes, I would get an attorney. If you have all of this in writing, this, this could be something actionable. This could be something worth pursuing. You may have a case 
against your employer here, not just from the Labor Relations Board, not just from workers, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Yeah, it, it's the Labor Relations Board, not just from them, but, um, but something private, private action. Keep all of that in writing. Keep a paper trail. I can't emphasize that enough. Keep a paper trail. <laughs> so, he, they continue. He has also denied my PTO request for the last week of the year. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, suggesting that I should neither get the hours off nor the pay for the PTO I have acquired as he claims he's doing me some sort of favor, keeping me employed for the next three weeks and that I, that, and sorry, and that if I'd screw the company out of finishing my projects and training my successor, then he may as well just terminate my employment immediately. Fuck it. Do that. Do that. If that's what it comes to. You're entitled to your PTO. Now, this may vary from state to state, jurisdiction to jurisdiction. What I'm hoping is that your employment agreement addresses that. A thorough and comprehensive employment agreement will address that. Right? That being said... They continue, I believe that I need legal help here. However, because there is neither discrimination nor injury, I have been unable to locate an attorney who will consult or take the case. I am not on Reddit looking for legal advice, just a general idea of what I can or can't say or do about this. I'm a bit scared to be unemployed again, especially given no weekdays off between now and then except Christmas Day, to actually look for another job or interview for one, especially because this employer loves to find reasons to deny unemployment compensation to everyone he can deny it to. Okay, that right there, that last piece, if you know what the, f if you know how the fuck he gets down, why are you afraid to boogie? You feel me? If you know how he gets down, don't be afraid to boogie. Obviously, don't amend your own employment agreement. That makes no fucking sense. Obviously, pass on the information to your successors, to the next team that's coming in. Let them know what they're in store for. And um, and first and foremost, read your employment agreement. What the fuck? How are you so in the dark about this? What does your employment agreement say about your PTO? What you've accrued? Whether or not you can get paid out on it? Right? All of that matters. All of that is something that should have been negotiated when you came in. All right. 
Here's the too long it didn't read. TLDR, the employer is trying his best to force me to resign with no UI and no payout on my PTO and no time off to look for other work. Edit. It was brought up, so I shall I will share that the state is Nevada. Okay. Edit number two, it's a small business defined as having less than 50 employees. There is no HR department. The owner of the business is the person causing me this grief. Edit number three, this is day two. It was stated to me that they thought it would be in my best interest to willingly resign in case I want to use them as a reference so they could claim I was rehirable. Their words. The State Bar Association says they don't offer representation and that it is up to me to sign or not, but PTO is not required to be paid at separation in this state. Okay, so that answers that. That answers that. Your employment agreement could say otherwise. Your employment agreement could still say that PTO accrued is payable. Go back and read that shit. Sure, Nevada says any PTO that you've accrued while you've been there, you're not entitled to. Whoop-de-doo. Boo-hoo. That's too bad. That's just Nevada. It may be different in neighboring states. <laughs> Me personally, I would see it through and get your money. Go get your go get your unemployment money. Obviously. Why do I keep saying obviously? Alex, why? What's so obvious about this? Okay, maybe it's because we're outside of the box. Maybe it's because we're outside of the box and we see this person's situation as being something so so blatant as the employer operating so belligerently to ask you to edit a contract that's already been signed and modify the terms in it. I mean, shit, if they're opening themselves up to renegotiate that contract, you might as well get your PTO out of it if it's worthwhile. Let them know, yeah, I'll do it for, uh, what is it, four weeks a year accrued PTO, not four days, four weeks a year accrued PTO and cash me out. It rolls over too. Yeah, it rolls over, it carries over and you, you ought to fucking cash me out. For however long you've been there. Say you've been there for two years. Nice. You got two months PTO. Cash me the fuck out. Been there for three years. I got three months of PTO. Cash me the fuck out. Ya bitch. If you want me to forego my unemployment insurance. I'm going to need something in exchange. I'm going to need that ass first. <laughs> Right? What he wants to do is turn you around. And as you're headed for the door, as you're leaving for the door, after having modified your employment agreement, after having signed away your rights, is to fuck you in the ass because they're greedy, because they're wilding out. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, it's. If, if, you're, if you bring it back to basics, professional brass tacks, after your employment agreement has been signed, signed, you can't change it unless it's reopened for negotiation. Now, them telling you to change it, them telling you 
I mean, somebody could tell you to do something willingly. Someone could tell you to do something involuntarily. And it's not, it won't be willingly. It won't be voluntarily, even if you do it. That is forceful. That's a case that, that, uh, that's a case against them. If you choose to apply for unemployment benefits, you've got your benefits coming to you. Unless you left the employer without even being told, like what, you just saw the writing on the wall. And even then, the writing on the wall, what's, what's that connotation? Is that you see yourself being forced out. But there's a difference between you moving at, in, in your own personal and professional judgment and your employer telling you that you're leaving and to do so quietly, voluntarily, to not make any fuss. That's forcing you out. So it would not be ethical. It wouldn't be, it would not be professional to change your employment agreement and satisfy this, this manager of yours because doing so puts you in a position of defrauding yourself, puts you in a position of normalizing loss, which is not something you want to do. It's not a position you want to be in. You want to fend for yourself. You want to advocate for yourself. So that when the time comes, you can negotiate your worth. It's the only way you'll get through corporate is by standing up for yourself learning to work with corporate and not just for it. Now, you see the writing on the wall, you want to leave, do so voluntarily like this other person might have commented to keep them as a referral. Well, I mean, if they're willing to fuck you out of your rights and your benefits, I mean, who's to say they're going to put in a good word for you? if at all, with your own future employer? Is that somebody you want to have? Is that someone you want on your team? Is that someone you want to keep in your professional circle? Is that someone you want as an associate coming back to you? If they've fucked other people in the past, which this hypothetical client claims to have knowledge of, and I quote, they're always looking to fuck people out of their unemployment compensation at any point they can, right? If they know how the fuck he gets down. Is that someone you want in your corner vouching for you, right? Yeah, you may not be dirty yet. You may not be in the gutter yet. You may not be tainted goods. 
Actually, you may be tainted goods and you may not know it. That's the point I'm making. You may not know yet, but if you're coming out of this person's shop and you apply for an, a, a position at a, another firm, maybe all they have to do is just see where you're coming from and say, damn, Alex used to work for this, this motherfucker. I know this motherfucker and I know his practices. I know he tries to fuck people out of money out of unemployment benefits, out of PTO, treats the industry like their toilet, just shitting on ethics. Alex, because they work for them for what, one, two, or three, or five, or 10 years, Alex is not somebody I wanna bring onto my team. Who knows what habits, what ethics, Alex operates with or they picked up while they were at that suspect firm. Right? But hey, life throws you curveballs at every turn. At every turn. Now what I need is more information. That much is obvious. Having the hypothetical clients in front of us would would facilitate this. I mean, that's we're talking interview, maybe multiple interviews, maybe multiple hours, right? But it's worthwhile to invest in yourself to get added perspective of the possibilities available to you to inform your decisions with, especially decisions that are going to impact you personally through your career. I'm going to cut this one right here. This was about 30 minutes. But um, just want to wish you a, a nice week, rest of your week. It's Wednesday, right? A nice rest of your week. And uh, if you want to, Subscribe, share this podcast with your friends, with your circle of friends. If you don't have anybody to uh, to chop game with about the corporate life, and corporate begins at mom and pop shops, right? It's just dealing with an entity that is not you. Because even mom and pop shops try to put some distance between themselves and the employees which is fine. Social distance is fine, but professional distance is not. Is not. You can live separate lives, but if you work together, you break bread together. There's no if, ands, or buts around that. Yeah, there's a couple of links. If you want to donate, by all means, please do. That all goes to business expenses and legal fees. And uh, if you want to write to us or send us some goodies, that's P.O. Box 3372, Rancho Cordova, California, 95741. Have a nice one. We'll catch you next time.